and welcome back to From A to Xenon. I'm Jahan. I'm Avery. And today we have another very special episode. Um, we are doing a... We were there <laughs> at night one of the Jonas Brothers five album tour. <laughs> Y'all, we went on assignment for the pod. <laughs> and when we say went on assignment, we mean... I had tickets to a Jonas Brothers concert and said, Avery, are you free this weekend? And I said, yup. <laughs> and flew from Houston to New York for the weekend to see day one of Jonas Brothers. Which tour. is notable because day one was supposed to be the only show. Oh, yes. Tell us. Okay. Give us a little context, Jahan, because... We have some thoughts. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers have been on one, as we all know, because currently Joe is all over the tabloids. Um, but th- they've really been on one because so they, they had their comeback in 2019. As we all know, they mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they released albums since then. But this spring, they suddenly decided they were going to do five nights in New York on Broadway, one album per night with their Technically, they're they're calling it their first five albums, but it's their first five albums after their first album before they like had their bigger record deal or whatever. Before it was. the voices broke, <laughs> I don't know if the voices broke on that first album, though, that that second first album. Yeah. Um, technically, it's albums two through six if we're getting if we're getting real with it. But yeah. they did five nights. My my friends and I from work were able to get tickets to the first night. So we saw them perform their first album, which, you know, has the hits. The first two albums have the hits, but the first one has... Oh, cut it. <laughs> I listened to it, it so many times. Does it have SOS? I think it has SOS. Yeah. I think it has SOS, and um, I think the second album has Love Bug and Burning Up. Anyway. Yeah. So, so for some context. Uh, and the first one has Hold On. My God. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I spent mm-hmm. a lot of March listening to that first Jonas Brothers album in preparation. You know, I was getting getting ready. After that was a success. And I guess I don't know what sort of money situation these boys are in. Because, uh, you know, Kevin and Franklin, as he now goes by, are doing a, a claim to fame on ABC. Perfect show. Ask me about it sometime. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, Joe is doing... <laughs> promotion for like Botox, not Botox, some other, some other injectable. Which I had no idea until you told me. (laughs) He's doing like Instagram ads for like injectables to avoid wrinkles. Um, And I also recently saw him Instagram advertising something else. I don't remember what. And I was like, what's going on? And now I know it's because he had a divorce coming up. (laughs) Uh, But who's to say? Um... But like they, I guess they love, they had a blast doing those five shows. And that made sense to me. Cause even though like, I guess Joe and Sophie were in Miami, I, I understood all of them to have homes or home bases in New York of some kind. So I was like, oh, it must've been nice for them to do five shows in New York. Cause then they said, you know, people love that so much. We're going to do one big show at Yankee stadium, all five albums. We're going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, this is a one night. It was advertised as one night only. So my friends and I grabbed tickets. I don't know how. My uh, shout out to Noriko who like nailed it on like, <laughs> I, I don't have the wherewithal to do the ticket buying. It scares me. Um, but she, she nailed it. She got, she got like six tickets or something. So it was like three of us and each of us got a plus one basically. And Avery was mine. Um, <laughs> Uh, but we, we were like one night only. That's amazing. And then the one night only Yankee stadium show sold out. And remember one night only, only in New York. So people from other cities are like, this is my only chance to see this. Let me get tickets. People from all over. Apparently they immediately announce, okay, we're going to do a second night that I don't know if that one sold out, but that one also goes on sale. And then they announce a full tour. And that, this is when we start to have questions because you can sell out a one night only show when you say it's one night only, but how are you then immediately able to announce a second night and a tour? Were there things going on behind the scenes? We have questions. What is the truth, Jonas Brothers? 
<laughs> how did you pull a tour together as soon as you sold out two nights or whatever? Anyway, it's suspicious. <laughs> yeah. We, we I, have questions. I, we have questions. I feel perhaps betrayed by the brothers in many respects, as we'll get into. Um, but yeah, so so it just like there's a lot of like shadiness or light shadiness around how the concert came together. And it was very weird to buy a ticket to something that was supposed to be one night only and then have it be a concert. Oh, God, we'll get into it. But okay. We okay. were told it was the one night, and we had an experience where it was like, it was one of the nights. <laughs> so now that you know context, <laughs> let's talk day of. <laughs> well, we woke we... up. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was not going to go that far. <laughs> we got, I was about to say. We, we got breakfast tacos. We Oh, yeah. we Oh, let's talk about the day because the day was lovely. We had a lovely <laughs> stroll. Avery stayed bre- on my couch with <laughs> yes. four cats, even though she's allergic. Help. I was <laughs> taking the allergy meds a lot two days prior and all during my trip. But we had a nice morning of walking around the, what is it, the Brooklyn, what is it, food market? The we- Grand Army Plaza uh- <laughs> Farmer's Market, yeah. Farmer's Market, thank you. We went on the Farmer's Market. We went to the Brooklyn Library and saw the Jay-Z exhibits. We were, and then like during the day, we were like listening to Jonas Brothers to get in preparation. We definitely got in the mood. And this is an important thing to note because Avery and I both felt we had to confess this to each other. But while trying to listen to all five albums, we realized neither of us actually liked Probably 75% of the Jonas Brothers music. What I found out that weekend, friends, is that I love the hits. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, Burn It Up <sighs> has me, like, sh- like shoulder shimmering, like, in the mood. Of course. I love uh, Paranoid. Paranoid has to be one of my favorite songs. Much better for me, personally. <laughs> yes. I love it. But then when I listened to the rest of the albums, I was like, huh, this is not what I remember. Or better yet, some of these albums I'm realizing I'm listening to the for the first time and I'm like, oh, like, why do we have a out? Why do we have a song that Common features in? <laughs> for- did they, per- they didn't perform Don't Charge Me for the Crime, right? They did not perform Don't Charge Me for the Crime. And thank God, because that song is awful. They should be charged for a crime. Like, it's bad. <laughs> Listen, it's bad. There's, there's bad songs on every album. That one might be the worst of all yes. five albums. Um, yes. I, I will say, I think other people grew up, like, purchasing the CDs and loving every song on this album. That was not my experience. So mm-hmm. for the show I went to in March, obviously, I listened to the first album back and forth. So I, they did grow on me. Um, I do mm-hmm. like a lot of the first album. And I started to like a lot of the second album because I talked shit about it to Avery's little brother. And he was like, no, those are all bangers. <laughs> Let it be known, too, that my younger brother, who is like... 5'10", a muscle man, loves the Jonas Brothers, like, with his whole heart. I just want and you guys to know that. He was ready to, to <laughs> like, go toe-to-toe over the show, the songs I was saying were not good. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yes, so, so we were, like, yeah, reviewing songs and learning for the first time that we are fake Jonas Brothers fans. <laughs> <laughs> We're Uh, fake, yeah, we're fake fans. (laughs) Fake fans. (laughs) Help. Uh, But But we had a a lovely afternoon and a lovely bonding time. Mm -hmm. And then we got on the subway and we saw all the girlies with, like, who were clearly going to the Jonas Brothers concert. Y'all, actually, shout out to the fans because they came with it with the outfits. We saw Disney Channel Summer Games shirts. Nobody told me we were supposed to dress up is what I'll say. (laughs) They, I mean, Jahan, thank God, had a 
two Jonas Brothers shirts, so I was able to wear one. <laughs> but we saw Disney Channel Summer Game shirts. We saw uh, people dressed up as like had Yankee like they had like baseball. yeah they had customized Yankees jerseys to say like Jonas with like rhinestones because it was a Yankee Stadium show. Uh, we Super saw cute. So many red dresses. Um, yes. Yeah, we were in line with uh, three dressed up as their like Camp Rock era, I think. Kind of. Yes. So like the scarves, like skinny jeans. We're talking about that era. It was so great. And they had wigs. They had curly hair wigs. (laughs) Yes. Outfits were top notch. I also saw people on the subway try to do like the bracelets. Like Kevin's been really doing the friendship bracelets, kind of doing the T-Swift thing, but that's okay. Uh, So I saw a lot of girls with like bracelets on and all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. It was good. The fans came out. They did, Just but like, why didn't they tell me? <laughs> I know, because I'm like, oh, I would have loved, I mean, do I do sports? No, but I would have loved a Yankee Stadium Jonas Same. Shirt. I yeah. don't know where else I would have worn it, but I would have loved. <laughs> I would have loved. I would have worn. I would have loved. Because okay. I, I have always wanted a baseball jersey. have never wanted to care about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get there, and we're on the subway. This is where... I would say this is where I think we should pick up because we're on the subway with Shahan's friends and we come to Yankee Stadium and my The subway is getting packed and it's like, it's not like unbearable yet, but I am not comfortable. Like we are like being a little split up from people we know. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we get off the subway, go to Yankee Stadium and my God, there were so many people there. Yes. No, the show is scheduled to start at eight sharp. The Jonas Brothers have posted that online. The opener goes on, Lawrence goes on at seven. We get there. I will say this is later than Avery and I had planned because we got food with my friends. I was glad we had food in our stomachs. I don't regret that. But we got there at 6.50, probably. Mm-hmm. 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 And mm-hmm. the opener goes on in 10 minutes. Like, not the most time to get into a stadium and get to your seats, but like in, enough that we should have ha- easily like only missed a song or two. And to be fair, Jahan and I were like, we're cool with it. Cause like, I really don't know Lawrence all that well. So I was like, if we miss it, we miss it. Like I, we're They okay. also performed like on a street in my neighborhood, like over pride, you know, they're around. <laughs> yeah, <it> like... yeah. <laughs> um, but I know they, they have their fans. I love, I love the brothers work in, uh, on uh, the, the song for Miss Congeniality. I really respect that he wrote that at age five. <laughs> Did I not tell you this, Avery? You did tell me this. Okay, yeah. yeah. You did. She's Beauty and She's Grace was written by the screenwriter's son, who is now with his sister in a band called Lawrence. Um, all right, that wasn't relevant. What? But yes, this is the... I do not like crowds. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do not like crowds, and this is just a mass of people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. there's no order. I don't know if the Yankee Stadium forgot this was happening, if the Jonas Brothers didn't, like, pay for, like, like staff, <laughs> somebody dropped a ball somewhere where there were simply no people telling people where to go. And so there would just be a mass around every entry point. And then, so we, we got in, we were like, oh, fuck, we'll get into one of these masses. Because we didn't know, you don't know from outside the stadium where you're supposed to enter. That's yeah, the responsibility yeah. of an employee to tell you. Yeah. Um, so we just entered one of, the, I think, the second mass we saw. And we start moving. We, like, wait a really long time in that mass. We start moving. We ask a guy. We're like, are we in the right spot? And he's like, yeah. And we keep moving. We keep moving. We get to the, and then they, like, start sending people away from that line. But we, like, try to stay in it. And another guy is like, sorry, you got to move to the next gate. <laughs> I think this was yeah. gate two and he sent us to gate four or was it? I want to be clear too. So like we see people through the gate and we're like, how did they get through? So we're just like following these masses. Meanwhile, we have lost Jahan's friend. Have we lost your friends at this point? Yeah. We're about oh, to yeah. lose my friends. I think like when oh. he sends us to the other gate, they don't get sent to the other gate, which is interesting because <laughs> he should not have sent us to the other gate. <laughs> Yes. So we got told by a man that we were at the right gate. By the time we get to the gate's entrance, there's another guy saying, the, the, like, the, you can't come enter here. The entrance to the line to that gate, if yeah. to be clear. Yes. We're still not even getting to a gate. We're getting to a no. line to get to a gate. Because we can't yes. get into a fucking line. Yeah. I, 
I am getting hot and bothered about it again because I think this is one of... Yes, I get angry, but I don't get furious very often. And I do think I was... I was steamed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we the guy tells us, go to the... Like, you can't go to this gate. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not letting people in this gate. We're not letting people in this gate. We're not letting people in this gate. That was so, gate like, six. He sent us yeah. to gate four. And I... That's what happened. And gate four yeah. and gate two faced opposite... Di- the lines faced opposite directions and... Which meant people were joining in one spot and either going to the right or the left, and there was no way of telling what was happening. And we just, at this point, were like, I guess let's take a shot. Uh, We asked somebody, and they were like, you go to gate two. Uh, There's gate two and gate four. You guys go to gate two. And I want to be clear, this isn't like, oh, we waited for five minutes, and then we got pushed to another gate. Like, this is now, we've been in lines or like following these mobs of crowds at least for like 30 minutes now. It's It's been like 30 minutes. 30 minutes, we finally get in a line and I choose the one closer to the wall because I'm like, I don't know, Avery, in my mind, that one was going to move faster and so help me gosh. <laughs> it, moved at, it moved at half the pace of the other one and for part of it to be my fault after all we've been through. <laughs> so, Jahad is fuming at this point i'm like oh my because gosh we are i know i know and, and as someone who has known Jahan since what 2008 i don't think seven. i've ever seen you this mad like, <laughs> and brothers not, really let me down and day. it's not even like a shouting mad it's like a silent calm Just storm mad. so and i i think <laughs> Adam and Avery can both see how red I am getting talking about it again. Because I also don't get very red. I'm brown. It's just, but I am getting heated again. I am a bright red color on this Zoom. So this is happening. And I'm like, OMG, we're not going to have time to like get in line to get merch. So we're trying to get... We're trying to get merch on our phones because we're like, okay, well, maybe we'll just like bypass the line and like order merch on our phones and we could just like order them and have it delivered to our homes. I have terrible signal at the stadium, so I can't even order merch. Jahad has to end up ordering merch for us. Meanwhile, Jahad is texting her friends being like, hey, where are you guys? Like we got split up from you guys. Jahad's friends are sitting in their seats. (laughs) Having with drinks, beverages, watching, yeah. with beverages, watching Lawrence, and we're still in line. Which means if he hadn't sent us away from gate six, we would have seen two songs. <laughs> so moral of the story, fans, is that like we missed all of Lawrence. Like we missed we missed the entire thing. But the thing is we, we didn't just miss all of Lawrence, because missing Lawrence would mean we got in by 7 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. We got into our seats. I looked at the watch. 7.55. And, oh, that was the other thing. I'm sorry to go back. So we get through security. We finally get through a line. We realize what section we're at and realize that our section is on the opposite side of the stadium (laughs) at gate six where we started. So now that we've got... gate six for what it's worth. Like, like, it was like gate six or the one next to it, the one past it. So we should never have been sent to the left. (laughs) Correct. So when we get through, we have to walk almost half the stadium in the direction that we were from the beginning to get to our seats. And friends, Jahad is correct. We got to our seats at like 7.55. We would have missed... Oh, go ahead, sir. Oh, I was going to say, and at that point, I was sweating, (laughs) dripping. It was was a humid day. Um... (laughs) I, almost as if there were uh, moisture in the air, which <laughs> yes is important to foreshadow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we don't get to our seats till seven fifty-five, and my friends were like, "Thank God you made it!" All my friends like somehow got in faster than us. I don't know. I mean, some of them arrived earlier, but like, I don't know what happened. They had time to like get food. Luckily, we had eaten. We didn't need drinks. We were good. Yeah, and then we were seated. I don't remember what time they went on. What time did they go on? Um, I think they came on. They must, because we had a little bit of time. So I think they must have come on at like 8.15, 8.20 or something like that. And I think yeah. they had to do that because 90% of their crowd was still at a mass outside the stadium. Yes. Um, and, oh, also the shirts we ordered. Uh, so today is September 14th. 
The show was August 12th. They arrived at my parents' home on September 12th, Avery, I forgot to tell you, a full month. <gasps> but yes, so you can oh. now go, you can now uh, pop over to the Milani's household and grab. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I'll go and grab my shirt. <laughs> um yes uh so so things are messy over at team jonas i don't know what's going on did we also talk about the fact that their advertisements or billboards in between as we were waiting were misspelled (laughs) yeah they they put like an uh (laughs) i before e except after c they had an i before e after c can you believe i know (laughs) I know. Uh, thank I you know. to uh, from Ada Zenon, super fan Carrie Crowley, and uh, excellent spelling proofer for ca- texting me that one. <laughs> Avery, I don't know if you caught it yourself. I personally was texted that there was a misspelling. <laughs> I also I did not catch it, but I've also saw that like there were some shirts that had like misprints or something on it too, and I'm like, oh help, and oh just, help. Like, they. They're trying to capture the energy and fervor of Era's tour, but Era's tour is like an industry. Like I think mm. there must have and probably Renaissance too. These are tours that had year a year of planning or something. Meanwhile, mm. the Jonas brothers are like, let's decide to do something in March, have it happen in August, and prayers up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Okay. That is how I do things, but <laughs> But that doesn't mean it's how you, the Jonas Brothers, should do this. So, okay, fans, now that we've been through trials and tribulations, getting here, let's talk about the show. Sure. Cool thing about the show that I still have, when you got to walk in the door, they Mm -hmm. gave you a little band sponsored by Michaels that had the Jonas Brothers and the date on it, which I absolutely (laughs) have still. Of course. I kept mine. <laughs> a keepsake for life. Um, but, and thank God, Adam has the set list given to us so I can remember. First song at the gate was Celebrate from the new album, which I will say, Jahan, now that I've had a chance to like research <laughs> and listen to all albums from like top to bottom, uh-huh. I think I really do like this new album, the album. Not all of it, but like, I, I like it. I like the first, like, half of it. The first half, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think they've maintained their ability to make an album with, like, half of it being hits. Yeah. And that, yeah. And that was the conclusion of The weekend when doing the research. It's like, a good half of the album is good, and then something fizzles. Except, but- surprisingly, for their 2019 album, which most of is good. Yeah. Which is yeah. like a surprise because it's like, oh, the comeback album is usually, I think, like a lot worse. And no, it's like, I think they found their new poppy sound for that album yeah. and like really stuck to it. Um, yeah. And I so I think that whole album's pretty good. I remember us thinking like, how are they going to do all five albums? Like, mm-hmm. we're going to be here all night. We're going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. Jahan, how did they do it? <laughs> they, oh, oh, no, no, no. They so they I think what they did was wise. They played yeah. the hits and then they would play like little medleys or bits and pieces of the other ones to kind of rush through them. They'd play like mm-hmm. a chunk of it, which I think was brilliant, except if it was a song somebody loved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talked about how we started off with Celebrate and I was talking about the cool bands that we got that lit up mm-hmm. in sync with the music, which was really cool. So like when Celebrate comes on, like you see all of our wrists glowing in yellow. And I thought that was so cool. I wonder if they're doing that for the other shows or was that just for us? Day winners. I don't know. I don't think they gave us any special treatment if I'm being honest, Avery. <laughs> I simply don't trust them to have taken care of us about <laughs> Dang. So we start off with Celebrate. Mm-hmm. We get the we get some good hits. We get SOS. We get hold on. That's just the way we roll. And I just want to also point out, fans, that in teeing up or like in getting people giddy about this album, they are about this concert. They told us that a special guest was coming. A special guest. (laughs) How could you forget? They were like a special guest bigger than us is gonna be at our show. And there's so much context you need for this, which is that I am 
I'm apparently an insane conspiracy theorist when it comes to the Jonas Brothers. Okay, tell us. My friends and I are texting for days trying to figure out who is a celebrity who is bigger than the Jonas Brothers, Where because the quote that Nick Jonas released was like, you know, it's a bigger star than us. I'm excited to just sit back and watch them do their thing. And we start thinking of, you know, people who could like show up in a Jonas Brothers like retrospective, right? Demi Lovato, because then you get some camp rock. Uh, yeah. Miley Cyrus, because then you get Before the Storm. Like, until that song was played, I truly believed Miley was going to come out for Before the Storm. <laughs> oh, we were even talking about over dinner, because I remember at one point you guys were like, Y'all, Taylor's on break from tour. This was my theory that I know was unhinged, but I was like, bigger than the Jonas Brothers. Because to me, there's not anybody bigger, except... (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're not getting Beyonce. (laughs) So I said, wait a second. The, 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 like, drama and intrigue around it had me being like, is this like Easter egg business like Taylor Swift? Because she has two weeks until she has to be in Mexico City. She lives in New York. What if? Yeah. And you, you, you know what? Uh, <laughs> she, she, it wasn't Taylor Swift. You would have heard. <laughs> I think it would have come up. <laughs> so, y'all, we're listening to the hits like we say. Year 3000. That's just the way we roll. We're jamming. Uh, we got some love bug happening. And why? Oh, 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 Jahad, how could I forget? Uh, we had fireworks at this show. We had fireworks during Love Bug, y'all. <laughs> I like, do not know if the other shows are getting the spectacular pyrotechnics we got. <laughs> yeah, we got we got pyrotechnics for the opening for Celebrate, but we also got pyrotechnics for Love Bug. And I was like, okay, this is fun, but is this the song to match? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I do quickly want to shout out that in this, so in between album one, which Avery just kind of ran through, right? You know, we got When You Look Me In The Eyes, Year 3000, Year 3000, a blast, right? All of these bops get us going. We got another chunk of their most recent album because they're really like, we can't end with just this or these people will be miserable. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say it's a chunk that sucks. So between year 3000 and getting to their second album, we have we have to deal with Little Bird, which is their daddy-daughter song from hell. <laughs> it makes me so mad. Just had to speak on Little Bird, <laughs> really. Yeah, John just... does not like Little Bird. And it's like, you'll see like a clip of like Joe Jonas weeping as he performs it. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> all right so we get to as avery was saying the second album a little bit longer and this one i will say they said we have three hits from this album everything else is gonna be in one one quick run Uh, which is so funny but oh also as much as i'm prepared to disrespect joe jonas because i've chosen my side in the divorce he was also <laughs> he was also he has his stage presence no like i i don't mean to disrespect his craft which is he knew where the cameras were he was working the cameras mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everyone was wonderful but like joe was just like like he just owns the stage to a degree that i would say neither other brother does does that mm-hmm. does that sound true to you mhm mhm which i think is what we've always said which is like there's a reason Nick had to go solo because he's incredibly talented. But when he's yeah. next to Joe, Joe kind of like has the spotlight because he has the it factor. Yeah. I think of when Jahan and I all have very much had this conversation in depth at least a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do think that like of all, the, you're right. Of all the brothers, I think that Nick is probably like the most, musically talented dare mm-hmm. i say like I he agree. plays piano guitar like drums he, drums he you know the show that jahan and i went to the demi and nick show that we went to in 2016 that we reference all the time like didn't he do the he art he directed do, uh, yes he was the art director for that or like show. the creative director for like demis too not j- yeah it was yeah I, mm-hmm. I think Nick is amazingly talented and probably has the most talent of all of them, but 
y'all joe has it i like johan is saying (laughs) he does but i did watch a tiktok recently that voiced a theory that i kind of like which is that he's used to having it with his brothers so when he's next to a sophie turner who has it oh he he doesn't feel like he has it yeah i i am not in their marriage but you know she has it she is like naturally cool in such a fun way (laughs) yeah Joe, Joe has it, y'all, because I saw those tweets that were like <laughs> throwing feminism a thousand years back. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> OK, cool. <laughs> of course. Uh, who, who's amongst us? <laughs> he has the style of a beautiful lesbian, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And we lost track and we're back. Um, we're, we're back. All right. Because we're building up to the last song they performed from their second album a little bit longer. Yes. Which was Burn It Up. We got Burn It Up. <laughs> and the, the thing about Burn It Up is by this point, this is like probably one of my like top. You've already gotten through like, I'd say their three biggest hits are done by the time you get through the first two albums. Yeah. yeah. I still have favorites, but you're you're already done with like. The second you're done with SOS, Year 3000, and Burning Up, and then Love Bug and Hold On also, like, you're, those are your five, like, three biggest hits are in there for sure. I agree. And Burning Up, I think. And Year 3000, I would say those three are, like, the... Yeah, those probably got the, the biggest crowd, like... Because they were also the yeah, biggest yeah. when we were when we were younger. And, like, Burning yeah. Up, I like, that was it, right? Like, it was all... That video was all over Disney Channel. It was everything. Um... Burning Up is right before intermission. And we were told we would get the special guest right before intermission, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are performing this song. There is a rap break in Burning Up. Mm-hmm. Avery, who was our special guest? It was Big Rob. <laughs> Big Rob, their former head of security turned featured rapper on... <laughs> On Burn It Up. And the... Okay, in terms of, like, sound, my friend, uh, friends we were attending with, like, uh, one of them is, like, um, he has, like, a PhD in music and attends concerts, like, religiously. And he had, like, his his girlfriend had texted us all being like, hey, Eric said to make sure you bring your earbuds, your ear earplugs. And I did, but I didn't use them. I was like, it's fine, it's fine. The only time I regretted not having uh, my ears plugged was when Big Rob took the stage. I don't know Yankee Stadium's capacity. I think it was, but it was like the sound of 30,000 30-year-old women (laughs) screaming and like in ecstasy in unison. (laughs) And it was piercing. And the, the way I described it in the days after was like, the sound I heard was like in movies after a bomb goes off and it's like that really high <laughs> like the characters like lost in the in the smoke. They're trying to find their way. They're trying to find who survived in the rubble. That is the sound, like the fever pitch that it reached when <laughs> when Big Rob took a stage. <laughs> I have never heard anything like it. I think my ears suffered permanent damage, but my God, did I feel connected to those women. (laughs) I will say for anyone who loved the Jonas Brothers growing up, it was like such a throwback. You couldn't help but like be in it. But I will say upon reflection, the fact that we once thought that Taylor Swift or Demi Lovato could have been the... (laughs) Could have been the surprise guest bigger than them. I was like, okay, okay. well, here's the problem. Every other night has had a non-Big Rob special guest. That is true. That is true. The next night had Jimmy Fallon singing Mr. Brightside, which I, I was fine without. I would have been, if Jimmy Fallon had come out and sung Mr. Brightside, I think it would have been, I would have been like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Um, and then like another night got um, the uh, Instagram comedian Kyle Gordon who is uh, DJ Crazy Times he sings that song 
Um, he's very, it's a very funny, like, parody of a, like, Euro pop song from the 90s. Kyle is the brother of my college friend, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Oh. So I, I, like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but he, he is, like, going, you're not on Instagram. He's going viral on Instagram. <laughs> okay. You're not okay. on TikTok either, right? No. You know I, I'm not with the youths. I'm not where the people are. So I don't know. <laughs> she does dedicate her life to the children, but she shan't be one of them. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, Burning Up and Burning Up, they ended with like big fireworks. I thought like Burning Up was handled splendidly. It yes, was yes. only that we were told we were getting a special guest that made it so wild that it was Big Rob. <laughs> yes. Burning Up was great. It was fire. We go on intermission and as soon as intermission starts, y'all, it starts raining. <laughs> And we... And it, it's not even, like, a cute drizzle. It's, like, raining, raining on us. <laughs> and, like, at first we're like, I guess we just stay here. What do we do? Because it's a big stadium. You don't want to, like, be in a rush to go somewhere. Like, I, like I, I, I'm very, like, nervous around... Mo- like, you never want to start a stampede. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't trust people to think intelligently when moving in mass, right? Like, um, and then, like... So we're just getting soaked. And I feel like an idiot because I had seen Carly Rae Jepsen earlier that week and had ponchos. <laughs> but we did not have our ponchos for, for Jonas Brothers. No. Um, but finally, we are fully soaked and we're like, it's not stopping. We have to go under the cover where the snacks are. And yeah. it turns out half the seats in every section were covered. We were just in the half that wasn't covered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like we walked up to get covered and we like, it was just like not everybody was soaked through like we were. Yes. It was very much like walking back, walking through like we had just taken a shower and they were like very normal. <laughs> we we all uh, thoroughly dried ourselves with stadium paper napkins. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, and remember at this time too, someone asked to go get water and they were like, they're out of water. <laughs> like, the stadium is out of water. The stadium ran out of water by intermission. Do you know Correct. how irresponsible that is? <laughs> if people were not being hydrated by God and the rain, <laughs> there could have been danger. <laughs> Help. So we're sitting here, you know, where the concessions are, and it's just raining. It's just pouring. We're like, okay. And meanwhile, they have a countdown for intermission happening yeah. on the screen. On the screen, So yeah. we're like what are we going to do if it just keeps on raining? Because at this point, it doesn't look like it's going to let up. We're like five minutes to intermission and it's still like, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? It stops raining, what? I would say the last 30 seconds before they're about to go on stage. (laughs) It stops raining immediately before they intermission ends i do not like, know what deal with god the jonas brothers have taken but their evangelical father must have done something right <laughs> like i would say i yeah i would say 30 to 90 seconds before they need to go on stage like it stops raining crew is like wiping the the stage down and, and i I'm like, truly was like is that enough are they gonna slip yeah. and fall like also are there people i still don't know the answer to this were there people close enough to the stage that they would have been just getting hit by rainwater? Yes, because they were just like sweeping it up. And like, I'm like, oh, dang. Like, What's is there happening? a splash zone for this Jonas Brothers show? I would love to hear from somebody in that section what the rain being pushed off the stage looked like. Yeah. Um, so countdown is over. We're like running back to our seats. And the show starts again. And Joe's like, we're not going to let a little bit of rain mess up our show. <laughs> we were like, Joe, you are not in the in the rain like the rest of us, sir. Um, in terms of outfits, they did an outfit change. I they did. I didn't really think much of any of the outfits, except I did really like Joe's. Like he had a Valentino baseball jersey that had mm-hmm. like the album dates on the back of or the album mm-hmm. tour dates on the back of it. And I thought that was cool, <laughs> but that was mm-hmm. pretty much the only thing I noticed. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I no, like- no, no. Remember, we talked about 
uh, Kevin. Kevin was, was in a leather jacket. I was jacket. about to say the same. I was like, the other thing we noticed is that they love to have Kevin wear a jacket, and that man had to have been sweating buckets. I was like, Kevin, take off that jacket. You were going to have a heat stroke. He was it must, sweating. It must have been 80 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, uh, yeah, also, um, from a professional musician context, uh, Eric, my my friend who attended with us, did tell us, like, did confirm that, like, Nick was very clearly the most talented of the three at, like, the instruments and guitar. Um, mm-hmm. Piano. Piano. And I, I don't want to t- besmirch Kevin or have this get back to him in case he doesn't know, but... He did say it seemed like Kev- like Kevin's like guitar wasn't maybe being like either he he was like it's off like his mic his guitar's mic is off but maybe it was just quieter. <laughs> I don't want this to get back to anybody. <laughs> whoa, whoa! You're out here saying allegations, Shahan. I I I don't want them to break up again. <laughs> they need each other now more than ever. <laughs> no, <laughs> family is everything. <laughs> <laughs> help um so yeah we <laughs> we we come back from intermission we're li- we're getting a little bit more from the album um we we listen to some lines vines and trying times mm-hmm. um oh that is when we get some of the good songs from the album we get you know yeah waffle house montana sky miracle yeah those 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 songs I do like from the album. And then Lions, Vines, and Trying Times, uh, we got paranoid. And much better. We've got both of our favorite yeah. songs, which yeah. are not popular songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then the band decided to do kind of their own music, which uh Nick did jealous, which oh. you know, I know that. I know that Jealous is a crowd producer and people like Jealous, but my God, had Nick played Levels or Teacher? Teacher. Teacher? I would have lost, I would have lost my shit. I would have taken off a piece of clothing. I don't know what it would have been. I was wearing two shirts, maybe the overshirt, but my God. Listen. Teacher? Things would have gotten wild <laughs> that is that song it does something to me and to it, Avery. it does something to me in a way that i'm not proud of i <laughs> i'm grateful every day we saw it live together in 2016 or we would have had to like like storm the stage <laughs> this is our storming of the capital <laughs> i tell people like when we were in the crowd John and I were like, play teacher. Play teacher. <laughs> play levels. Also, <laughs> all around us, girls are getting drunker and more dehydrated, I would say. <laughs> the girl in front of us had the girl behind us take her photo like four separate times. Oh, yeah, she did. Like, she asked her, can you do me a favor? Could you take a picture of me from there? Two times that I witnessed and two times that my friends witnessed before we got there. Um, the girl behind us, what was she doing? She was just bad at singing. I don't know what she, she was bad at singing and then kept on saying, Joe is so hot. Oh That's my God. What it was. Joe is so hot. I really <laughs> didn't care for it. <laughs> and I was like, girl, say, but I don't have to say it out loud. Come down. <laughs> she was just like making the experience no longer about the concert in some way. It was very strange. Um, yeah. so, so that's, listen, you're there with us now. That's what we want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, yeah, we got we a little je- bit of je- we got yeah. jealous. We did not get as much Nick as we would have liked because we both did love a lot of songs off his two two of his solo albums. Yes. <laughs> um. And then we got DNCE "Cake by the Ocean," which again, "Cake by the Ocean," such a sexy song. But you know, I love "Pay My Rent," which they did play during. Like mm-hmm. as we were waiting yeah. and like sitting in our chairs, they did play. They did play "Pay My Rent," and I think they did play it again during intermission. So I was happy about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we got a little cake by the ocean. You were telling me that their guitarist, their female guitarist, is on tour with them, Shahan. So like she, I was so impressed because she 
blew down the house with her guitar and playing. That's confirmed again by Eric, who did his PhD on guitar. <laughs> He yes. thought she was amazing. He was like obsessed with her. But she yeah. like came out. She was, I think, in all five like of their Broadway shows. And then I guess I don't know if she's gone on tour with them, but she I think she's playing. She was playing the whole show and then like got her moment during the DNCE song. And it was mm-hmm. incredible. She and Joe like did a lot of fun, like getting very yeah. close to each other's stage stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we then, got Walls. Which Kirk Franklin, I only realized after being on Twitter that Kirk Franklin was on. And I was like, interesting. And they brought out John Bellion, who was the producer of the newest album. So it wasn't like, it was like, they were like, it wasn't like he was a special guest. He was just on the song and on the album. Uh, I don't know. And this ties into the theory that I think you and I have talked about before, where it's Mm -hmm. like, they are great, like rock star pop stars but they're maybe like one step away from being like church music kids and i feel mm-hmm. like i get that in walls or like little bird where it's like this feels <laughs> this this feels like don't mention her st- name around <laughs> stop but this like oh they're like i could see them going either way like they could have either been like a really great like church band Oh, for sure. They could have been, they could have been Reliant K. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they, they also, yeah, they could have been like a very popular, like New Jersey based, like Christian music yeah. group. Yeah. Um, and I, I get that with Walls. I feel that with Walls. I honestly don't remember Walls. I just know that they talk about it as their Even favorite the song on. Walls are crying. Oh yeah, and like they, I think it's like Joe's favorite song on the album, and I'm like, all right, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they do walls, and then we hit their fourth album, and it is, I will say, this is one of the like this and Jonas Brothers had the most individual, and obviously the new album. The new album mm-hmm. is like dispersed throughout the set list. But in terms mm-hmm. of, like, the four albums that were performed, like, top to bottom during the show, um, Happiness Begins, their fourth album, their comeback album, and Jonas Brothers both got the most songs performed mm-hmm. in full. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, they could have done more of them in full. Because I'm, like, looking at this, they they didn't do roller co- the full roller coaster, and I feel like people love roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But we got Cool, we got we got most of hesitate which is devastating in retrospect since that is about sophie turner when people told me that they had seen the rumors of the divorce i said no these young men love to write a song about how much they love their wives it couldn't be um but we got you know eventually we got sucker which was i do think the way they set it up was smart because they they set up the show, they realized they couldn't end on a new song because none of us would like it. <laughs> yeah. So they had finished all the new album songs by the time they got to the end of the show, so that the end the last song they performed had to be Sucker, which was smart, I think. Yeah. And Sucker was great. Sucker was incredible. Sucker is such a good fucking song. That song is like, I don't know what they put in it, but it like carried their comeback because that was good the video was good r.i.p to the jonas sisters as a concept um and like it just all worked i would love to talk to the person behind their 2019 repackaging honestly but sucker Mm. i know okay Okay. (laughs) i've got questions um i'm interested in branding (laughs) um but yeah so sucker incredible song to end on even though, like, I feel like if you really want to keep the crowd around and please them, you, like, flip the set list and you end, you end with, like, a burning up or an SOS. You have yeah. to have them at the start, too, though. Like, you yeah. need, like, doing the show in a way where you play each album all the way through is tough because you're immediately, like, taking all of your biggest hits away in the first half of the first half. Yeah, and I... I'm not going to lie. You could tell there were some songs that the crowd didn't know. There were some songs 
I didn't know that I was like, I'm gonna sit down for this one because. Oh yeah, thank God for that. We needed. You're not gonna know this. It was like three and a half hours of. I was glad to have songs to sit down during, but like the problem is, you have to be self-aware as an artist. You have to know if you hold out a mic during a song that's not a hit, you're not gonna get. 30,000 people not singing along is the funniest sound in the world, actually. <laughs> the sound of Joe Jonas holding out a mic to 30,000 people who don't know the words to, like, Black Keys or whatever. Incredible. <laughs> it just, because it's, like, not silent. It's just, like, light confusion. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Oh, we forgot about the moment where... When did Nick take the piano? It was... It was turn right and before the storm right yes oh when we when joe <laughs> tried to tell us to do the way <laughs> sorry this is before jealous even right before jealous nick is at the piano it is time for him to perform some ballads yeah and immediately before this joe jonas i don't know <laughs> i don't know how innocent this is but he's like you know i've always wanted to start the wave or see people do the wave at one of our shows. So, you know, just do it at some point. Whenever the mood strikes you, which is not how the wave works. You can't tell people to do the wave and have them not immediately do it because when the fuck are you going to get them to do it otherwise? So obviously (laughs) the crowd starts doing the wave immediately in the next song. And it's so funny that, like, we've seen so much information about their dynamics and we know Nick Jonas takes his music incredibly seriously. And we know Joe is, like, a little bit more, like, likes to fuck around a bit. So for that to... And we know that some of that created the tension that broke up the band. So for Nick to be performing ballads while the crowd is doing the wave, like, just meaningful piano songs with piano, pouring his heart out, the crowd is doing the wave, and Nick is... <laughs> Nick at some point told us stop <laughs> and I don't know I don't know if this was to win the crowd back over or because he thought he had this in him but he also tried to do crowd work at one point oh yeah he did uh remember when he tried to like pull that girl with the summer Disney summer channel games <laughs> shirt on yeah he tried to like talk to this girl and like learn and I was like how did you choose her? What is going on? What, did he ask her her favorite song or something? Yeah, he asked her what was her favorite song. Yeah, he did. What did she say? I don't even know. It was like, it wasn't a popular one. I think and it was one. I think it was one from Happiness Begins. Yeah. Yeah. It was something wild. And we were like, all yeah. right. Um, so the vibes were, and it was just like, he yeah. tried to like have like playful banter. And that's how you know he doesn't have it. He yeah. couldn't pull that off. He didn't have, again, incredibly talented. He didn't have the the charisma or the like yeah. the like stage presence to pull off like, or or honestly the improbability. Although it is very funny because my friends and I think either we didn't get a special guest because of the thunderstorm that happened during intermission. And I will say after intermission, I meant to say this, y'all. We did see thunder in the background, and I kept on looking at Jahan being like. But it didn't rain on us again. Thank God. I kept thinking, like, are they going to shut the show down? Because they shut my Carly Rae Jepsen show down because it was on a roof and there was lightning. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess the Yankee Stadium is built for bigger things. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And so we we have a... Theoretically, there could have been a bigger star than Big Rob. Not that there is one. No disrespect to Big Rob. That, like, could have been scheduled that couldn't make it. But we we would never have any way of knowing. Um, Mm. Or um, the other theory is that Nick Jonas was just joking, but nobody ever thinks he's joking because he's so serious. Like yeah. if, you've, if he was just like, you know, it's a bigger star than us and we're just going to sit back and watch it happen. Like if he was kind of, if you read it in a joking tone, it's actually like kind of funny. But mm-hmm. nobody ever thinks Nick Jonas would make a joke. Yeah. Which I think is also a very funny theory. But the reason it doesn't add up is they keep bringing out weird people. Yeah. Yeah. Who are we supposed to have, Jonas Brothers? Why did we get the mistreatment? <laughs> I want justice. We were supposed to be the only show. Instead, instead, other shows are getting 
Joe performing Gotta Find You. Instead, yeah. other shows are getting, didn't somebody else get Play My Music? I want to say yes. to the Jonas Brothers right here and now, fuck you. <laughs> Whoa! I'm mad. We were supposed to be the only show. You betrayed me. <laughs> I am, I will say it is a little disappointing to see after the fact that people are getting Camp Rock songs when like Camp Rock is our business. We are I'm a little upset. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm upset. Little... For this to happen to us twice, because don't forget in 2016, Dallas was the show before us. And oh yeah. they got Joe Jonas surprise appearance, gotta find you. Yeah. Yeah, and Joe yeah. and Demi weren't even, like, associated at that point, I feel like. It was, like, yeah. a real surprise. Yeah. So, yeah, for, you've done this to me twice in seven years. I think I'm allowed to be mad. Wow. <laughs> that said, Kevin, yeah. you've never wronged me. I love claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you've never done a thing wrong. <laughs> Sorry you prioritized your family and made them feel like they needed to break up the band. <laughs> OMG. So, yeah, guys, that was our... There was an encore, and I still don't know that song. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there was an encore. (laughs) Nobody gave a shit about that song. (laughs) That was the show? Yeah. Honestly, very memorable. Not the best concert I've ever been to, and many things that made me angry but it'll stand out to me forever. <laughs> I I agree. I will say, like, it it wasn't my favorite show, but it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Ooh. Adam, you can also answer this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a top three. Okay. I saw Beyonce's Renaissance Tour mm-hmm. this July. I thought that might be on your list. <laughs> And I had seen, uh, I had seen Formation Tour okay. in yeah. in 2016, mm-hmm. and I loved it. That was when like Lemonade had just come out, and I was like, oh, like she's not gonna top that, right? The fact that she and, did, and the fact when I came out of Renaissance feeling like I could take over the world, like I felt so empowered and felt so honored to be a woman, a Black woman, I was like, oh, I can do anything. And like, (laughs) I don't know if it's so wonderful. Like, yeah, you can a concert top that. I want you to feel that way every day. (laughs) I know! And for the Jonas Brothers to not do the same for me. (laughs) Um... So I would say Renaissance is up there. Mm -hmm. I've seen Paramore now twice. Mm -hmm. I, I love a good Paramore show. I saw them in uh, I guess what would have been like 2019. So this was like around after laughter time. And I love after laughter. So maybe that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think probably also I saw Bruno Mars this year too. Are yeah. all my favorite concerts from this year? Whoa. Ooh. I saw Bruno Mars for my 30th birthday. And that man knows how to put on a show. He does. I, I, I loved it. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that tops that? Those three, maybe. Uh-uh. Amazing. I'm, Maybe. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to leave it at that. I'll think Did we different. Sorry, I posed this question without asking if we had any other Jonas Brothers concert business to cover. <laughs> no, I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, the the show is over. <laughs> yeah, the show's over. The show's over. Uh and that's how it felt when the show ended. We were like, that's the song they're doing the encore. We just got to go. <laughs> Oh yeah, your friends did leave. They left early. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna head out," and I was they, like, oh, "They I were stay they, for everything." Yeah, obviously, I wanted to stay for everything. They had to like catch trains to New Jersey, or like yeah. I think one of them maybe Ubered to New Jersey. They didn't want to deal with the crush. And I will say, I think we handled the crush of people leaving perfectly because we did not try to get on the train right by the Yankee Stadium. We walked twenty minutes into the darkness and <laughs> still got on a crowded train, but a train where we were able to eventually get seats and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We nailed it. We handled your, the... Huh? I was about to say, what are your favorite concert shows? Yeah. So I, it's so funny because I never went to concerts before college. I always like, like, I was like, oh, I don't want to ask my parents permission or whatever. So, but I started going to a ton of concerts post, post-grad especially. So I've seen a lot. Like I've seen Lord, I've seen Janelle Monet, all very exciting. I think it's got to be Muna. Um, I've seen Muna twice and... 
the first time I saw them was like, well, the, I saw the show and I was like, this is the last time I'm going to be able to see them in this small of a venue. It wasn't a small venue either. It was just like, because I think Silk Chiffon was like blowing up their song with Phoebe mm-hmm. Bridgers and they were about to like open for Taylor Swift the next year. They were about, you know, all this stuff where like they were, they are now doing such big shows that I was like, oh, I saw them right before. That's never going to be. And it's just like, it was really fun. I didn't even have a good view. I was behind taller people, but I was just like, Katie Gavin has incredible stage presence. Just like phenomenal. Um, I love a smaller show. So I think I just get a better experience there. So like I've seen Ali and AJ like three or four times and they're all Mm -hmm. pretty small shows. But one time I happened, they had two shows in New York and one was in a tiny room and one was a bigger concert. And I happened, like me and a couple friends happened to get tickets to that smaller one. And it was incredible. I felt like Allie was singing to me. <laughs> I was like, I oh. Too have se- I was going to say, I too have seen Allie and AJ in a small venue space. And I'm like, oh, they're great. And it's like, I think they're much better in a small venue, which is tough mm-hmm. because like, obviously you want an artist you like to get big, but it's like, no, no, this, this is ideal this intimate space yeah. and then i've seen carly ray jetson like three times and loved her every time and maybe i i, I don't have a time like a time i i honestly god maggie rogers is up there too but i think yeah carly ray jetson the first time i saw her in 2019 amazing yeah god i love music and as i've just made clear i love a white woman who sings pop music <laughs> um Adam, before we call it, do you have any, um, I know you, unfortunately, were not at the concert with us, but do you have any any top concerts, any questions, follow-ups, notes on our experience? Real quick, uh, my favorite concerts I've been to, I'm kind of like you, I didn't really start going to concerts until I was able to, uh, I guess, go by myself. I go to concerts a lot and shows by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Um I got to see St. Vincent before she blew up and was on SNL. Oh, shit. Um, I also saw this band called Dawes, who's kind of a Los Angeles native show, but they did a show out on the East Coast. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I know Dawes. Dawes, is, I've never listened to them, but Dawes is yes, Mr. Yes, Mandy, Mr. Mandy Moore. Moore. <laughs> the lead singer is Mandy Moore's husband and sang on and produced her album in I 2020. Saw, <laughs> I saw the band Help. in like 2014 before I think he even met Mandy Moore. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that's well before he met Mandy Moore, don't you worry. <laughs> they, I, I felt kind of bad because they had like, you know, a pretty good sized venue and then everyone kind of piled into the venue and then someone came in like right as they were supposed to go on. It was like, all right, everyone, we're going to move you over to like another venue. But it ended up being like a quarter of the size. It was more like a club than it was like a venue. Oh. So it was like, yeah, I was like right in the front row, like as close as I am to the camera sometimes. It was that was pretty cool to That's awesome. And then of course they blew up and then became Mr. Mandy Moore and, you know, that whole thing. So Mr. That, that, those are probably Moore. my favorite ones. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh and the and the Botox commercial from Joe Jonas was insane. I brought that up off mic. Yes, of course. Uh yeah. So Adam watched that. Avery, have you watched it? I have not, but I have it pulled up to be watched after Incredible. we finish. Everybody enjoy. To all of our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this departure and felt like you were at this weird-ass show with us. <laughs> if you want the full experience, go stand in the shower for 15 minutes halfway through the episode. Oh, God. <laughs> and then dry yourself off with, like, brown napkins. Um <laughs> Oh, hell. Okay. Well, okay. I do have a question to to circle back up. You know my... They haven't come to Houston weird enough. They went to Dallas. They went to Austin. They skipped Houston. And I think they're hitting up Houston in October. Would you recommend my brother, the fan of all fans, to go see the show? I think so. But I don't think he needs to have the expectations we had. Okay. I like I don't think he okay. need like I feel like we had really high expectations for the show. I think he needs to know it's like a little chaotic, but he'll get to hear songs he loves like Shelf <laughs> and be okay. be good. Because you're- Oh, sorry. Talking about the Shelf thing, that thing that Nick jo- that Joe Jonas does when he like yeah. crosses his legs and shows his ankles. <laughs> Avery, oh, not you looking at a, not you looking at a married man's ankles. <laughs> Listen, he knows what he's doing. No, it, like, and... I, the thing is, 
thing is, like, shelf, truly that morning I was, like, the day, the night before Michael Suber had been, like, you don't like shelf? And I was, like, I felt so, I felt so attacked by my, my one true love, Avery's little brother. I felt so, I felt like I had disappointed him. So I said, I have to go learn to love shelf. So I listened to shelf. And then the next morning I was, like, Avery, shelf is growing on me. And then what Joe, yeah, Joe really, like, Again, Joe really owns the crowd as it is, but he really owns the crowd in a certain, a couple moments throughout the show, including Gearing Shelf. Mm-hmm. And it's viral on yeah. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very viral. He knows what he's doing. All right. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. I gotta say. That's it for us. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a crush on a Jonas brother, certainly tell us that. But if you have any crush at all, you can send it to our email at supernovagirls2049 at gmail.com. I checked. Nobody has sent us anything. Each day they betray us in the same way the Jonas brothers did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're uh, (laughs) so happy to get to share this nonsense with you. Um, I, I had a delightful time seeing Avery in person and getting to be a reporter on the scene on the ground on the ground reporting live <laughs> we were tweet avery was tweeting from our account during the show and people were loving it on twitter avery you nailed it <laughs> okay i was doing so well and then i had shit surface so then i like couldn't tweet the rest of the night that's okay um yeah yeah so their service is also bad on top of everything else my god it should never take you an hour to get into a stadium <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> and with that, uh, you can find me at Jehan413 on all platforms and Adam at the podcast Adam on all platforms. Avery. And I'm at Camille Says on Twitter, not on Instagram and TikTok because I'm not with the youth. So. My God. But thank you so much for listening. It's all for us. Bye. Bye. <laughs> encore. Encore. Encore with a song nobody knows. <laughs> all right. Dancing.